This is Film Center, your number one show for real entertainment industry news. No fluff, all facts. Now, here are your anchors, Derek Johnson II and Nicholas Killian. Hey, everybody, welcome to Film Center, your number one place for entertainment industry news. My name is Derek Johnson II. I'm Nicholas Killian. And, Nicholas, what are we getting into today? Today we're going to be talking about the Kung Fu Panda franchise and the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yes, Kung Fu Panda and Fast and the Furious. Kung Fu Panda has just has announced a, a fourth movie, yeah. and people are already talking about Fast X that's going to be coming out in May. Yep. Two franchises that, to be fair, I didn't think either one of these would be reaching these numbers. I, no. When I first saw Kung Fu Panda, it felt like a one-off, and then... Fast and Furious, I'll be honest, I was six when that came out, the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty young myself. <laughs> but I have enjoyed it over the years. So what are we looking at when it comes to these two franchises? So basically what we're looking at is quality versus quantity. So we have the quality, me personally thinking that it's the Kung Fu Panda franchise is the quality one, because obviously it came out six years afterwards, but there's only three completed movies of Kung Fu Panda versus Mm -hmm. the nine or ten, whichever you would want to say, versus the Fast and the Furious franchise. I think that if you're including Hobbs and Shaw, it's ten, because that's a spinoff, though. There's ten movies in the Fast and the Furious franchise, but there's only nine in, like, the main line. And also, I assume that you're not including the Kung Fu Panda TV show. No, definitely not. Just to, We're just talking about movies right here. Now, you can include the offset of the Hobbs and Shaw, but it's still a movie. Kung Fu Panda 1 did just come out five years later, but I still believe it's infinitely betterly franchise in terms of quality. According to the Washington Post, Kung Fu Panda was not only wildly successful here, grossing at $631 million against a $130 million budget. Which, let's be honest, no one expected. DreamWorks guaranteed did not expect it was going to blow up like it did. Disney made their animated movies expecting them to do well. DreamWorks makes their animated movies hoping that they do well some of them have famously not done well but they they always have some that just blow up unexpectedly no one expected kung fu panda to have the lineage that it does and the more famous example would be from shrek right they did not expect shrek to be as big as it was shrek has several movies in its own franchise and then did it have a tv show I feel like so, I feel like there yeah. was a, a TV spinoff. The crazy part was is that the part was given to Chris Farley. Yeah. Like Chris Farley had recorded like 90% of it. Oh, RIP, man. And then, unfortunately, yeah, he passed away. So then that's when Mike Myers stepped in. And, changed, and he, did, he did the entire thing. And then when they were animating it, he was like, you know what? I'm redoing the entire voice. And <laughs> yeah, it cost like $4 million yeah, or something. Yeah, just because he was like, I want to do a different accent. And they're like, are you serious? <laughs> but when it comes to DreamWorks, they don't really know they're going to pop off like that until they do. They just hope that they do. And then, like I said, that was according to numbers.com. But one of the things I thought was really crazy was the fact that China was so confused at how... Hollywood made such a great Chinese movie without being Chinese. Yeah. 
And they even interviewed one of the guys. He was a sports marketing manager. And he said, for the Washington Post, and the guy was like, listen, the Chinese have given up on the traditional culture that was left to us by our, our ancestors. That's why no one cares about what we have. And then they talked to another college student, and he was like, listen, everybody's too busy, and these are his words, not mine, worshiping the Western trends that we have out here rather than looking at what they have. These are, these are people from China. These are people from China. That's amazing. Like, in China. The China as the entertainment industry itself. We're not going to pretend like they haven't been making movies. Right. But it's so obvious the power of Western filmmaking and the Western entertainment industry. It is our number one export, so much that a lot of China, a lot of other countries invest very heavily in American entertainment because it makes so much money. And it's quite interesting to look at. In fact, they even said that, wasn't it, kung fu panda that made them get really more into animation yes and then also like you said let's not pretend like the like china doesn't make movies but the thing was as they were saying like the average movie cost them about 1.5 million dollars to make according to the, the same washington post article yeah and kung fu panda had 130 million dollar budget that's because over he first of all Shout out to Chinese Americans who worked on this, who worked on this film, and were like, "Hey, some of this is not accurate. We're gonna help you make this <laughs> more right. accurate." And as soon as I heard there's a movie with Jack Black and Jackie Chan in it, I don't know how that's not going to be successful. I don't get it. How would that not do great? And plus, Dustin Hoffman Dude, is also say, in it. Dustin Hoffman, Lucy Liu, Seth Rogen as Mantis. Angelina Jolie as Tigress. Now, we've talked about this before with star-studded cast, but it's so good. You're going to watch this movie. Dude, Crane is David Cross. Okay, yeah. this, The cast is completely stacked. And that's why I was saying, like, the cast of Kung Fu Panda versus the cast of Fast and the Furious is not even... You can't even compare the two. Dude, you have Dustin Hoffman, man. To be, okay, so wait a minute, though. To be fair, you got to consider the beginnings of each one. Let's not, like, Fast and Furious is big now, but very humble beginnings. Very humble beginnings. Yeah. The original, let's be serious. The original Fast and the Furious movie, they were stealing VHS players. Everybody knows it was a it was an early thousands movie that was meant to be one of those just throwaway movies like Cody right. Banks. Remember the right. Cody <laughs> Banks or Kangaroo Jack? Kangaroo Jack. This early thousands where it's like we're gonna make a movie. It's going to be funny. It's gonna get us some dollars, and then we're gonna move on with our lives. The first budget for Fast and the Furious. This is coming from all my numbers come from thenumbers.com. Ironically, it's the then, best source. Yeah, and then uh, Statistica. All right, I could run through each one of these numbers, but there's a lot of them, so I'm going to save you from them. <laughs> Instead, I'm just going to say the first one, the budget was $38 million, but grossed $206 million, right? And none yeah, of these includes crazy. any DVD sales. This is back in the early thousands. The more recent one, F9, the budget was completely different, $200 million. The budgets were steadily increasing. Everyone can see right. that. It started off with stealing VHS tapes. Next thing you know, they're throwing a safe up and down the road and stuff like that. They're in Dubai and stuff. So Weren't the, they in space at some point? That was the last one. They went to space, which is on like a duct tape car. <laughs> there's a joke Crazy. in the, there's a joke in F9 where he's, oh, I think we're immortal because that's how ridiculous things have been. So their last budget was $200 million for F9. But... 
Then they grossed seven hundred and twenty million dollars. Right? That's it's crazy. like a money yeah. printing machine. Their two biggest successes are F seven. Well, it's not called F seven, but the seventh Fast and Furious made. It was made for one hundred ninety million dollars. Do you? I want you to guess how much it made. It's the highest grossing one for. Made like eight hundred million dollars. Higher. Nine hundred million dollars. A billion dollars. More than a billion dollars. Yeah. In the box office, no, no DVD sales. Higher. One point two billion. Higher. You're lying. No, no I'm not lying. You're lying. I'm not. I'm not. It made two billion dollars. No, it's too high. One point five. That's. And what was the against what? A one ninety budget. A hundred and ninety million dollar budget. Yeah. Do you want to talk about? It made over a billion dollars in profit because it, I'm, I'm rounding down. This that that five has some change after it, man. One point five billion. That because you think about the marketing budget and everybody else has got to get paid, whatever. But they still made that one movie made over a billion dollars in profit. Now. Then how much did what was the how much did Kung Fu Panda make overall? I'm sorry, hold on. Let me say there is another one that is crazy too. So the budget for the eighth Fast and Furious was actually higher than the ninth one, ironically. Really? How much did it make? The budget for the eighth one was two hundred and fifty million. Okay. But how much do you think the profit was? A billion dollars more. <laughs> What's that one thing? Is bigger, bigger. <laughs> it's one point two. One point two. One two. So multiple That's times they broke in over a billion dollars at the box office. And the crazy part is that Kung Fu Panda in total has grossed over one point eight billion dollars against. Total. Yeah, total mm. against a four hundred and twenty million dollar budget. That's one Fast and Furious movie. So, leaving them against each other, $1.38 billion. So, that means one, what was it, Fast 7, you said? Yeah, that fast, made fast one 7, 1.5. They're going to Fast 8, they wait 1.2. The most recent one of F9 is going to be about $720 million. Although, Hobbs and Shaw... They their budget was also two hundred million, but they actually made more than F nine. They made seven hundred and sixty million. We're talking gross here. So, what would you say total all the Fast Furious movies have made? All right. So if we're including Hobbs and Shaw, which I will, okay, in yeah. this case, right, because um, we we're talking about films, right. Even though it is technically a spinoff, still in the world, and it wasn't like it was a spinoff and they had like multiple movies. It was just one. And I love how like F nine, it took us this long to say, oh hey, Dom has a brother, even though he's all about family, uh, right? Which is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so total budget, all the Fast and Furious movies went the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, one point three billion for budget, right? But they're grossing six point five billion. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a huge amount. This thing is a money printing machine. So This has kept Vin Diesel's career afloat. What is he doing other than this? I, Seriously. I, I don't think all that much. And you know what's great? Like, Private Ryan to 20 years of Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And then I also have a, I have a teacher who is really good friends with Vin Diesel's makeup artist. Oh, yeah. And she was saying that, she was like, yeah, th this is 
the reason why Vin Diesel is culturally relevant. It's the Fast and the Furious <laughs> movies. <laughs> you could, you, he could literally not do anything else and every two years put out a Fast and Furious mo- money movie and it's just printing money, like you said. Who's it? Who? No one thinks Fred when they think Vin Diesel. No, no they don't. No. He's been in other movies. I'm having trouble thinking about that. Oh, uh, he was in Riddick. He was in Riddick. Riddick. Yeah. yeah. Keep what you kill. Yeah. He was also in that babysitter style movie. Remember the in Pacifier. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember in like the mid late thousands where for some reason the it was this genre of films that was like oh, I'm a tough guy but I'm here babysitting these kids or I have a daughter now. Yeah, I didn't really I didn't really understand. The that. Rock did one of those. Jackie Chan did one yeah, of those. Did, it was like the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, The Rock was like the Tooth Fairy, I think. Right. Then it was like there was one. Is it? It's like someone saw Annie and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make movie versions of the Annie right. genre." And then they remade Annie. But you have to look at the average rating of a Rotten Tomatoes Fast and Furious movie. Are we talking about audience scores here? If you look at the Kung Fu Panda movies across the board, they're in the 80s. Uh-huh. Their early 80s to mid 80s, which I personally think is a little too low. What um, is your favorite Kung Fu Panda movie? My favorite Kung Fu Panda movie was probably the second one. Really? Not the original? You gotta defend it. You gotta, you, why? <laughs> you can't just uh, say that. I would definitely give, I would say Kung Fu Panda the original was my second favorite. But the thing, it's kind of what I think when you think about Toy Story. The story is already developed and now it's got a jump off point to go wherever it wants to go. The Fast and Furious movies, they are definitely some that... I'm not even, I don't think I need to say it. That I know some people already just can imagine that some of their scores are low. Only one of them got in the 80s. Just out of the 10 movies. Yeah. Only one was in the 80s. Which one was that? So it was Fast and Furious 7. That was the only one that had a Rotten Tomato score of in the 80s. But no one is watching the Fast and Furious series and it's, oh, I'm going in here expecting an Oscar. That's I'm true. I'm going in here expecting That's true. Vin Diesel's going to give us such a huge differential performance in anything he's ever given. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming in here thinking that Tyrese is not going to cry. I'm coming in here thinking Ludacris <laughs> is, is going to be just phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? It's entertainment versus, you know, quality. They're both entertaining. Kung Fu Panda is entertaining as well as just a quality movie. Yeah, but... Why can't you have both intertwined like Kung Fu Panda? I know I'm sounding kind of like a douchebag right now. (laughs) When you have both, that's called Star Wars. That's called Harry Potter. Right. Where it's so big that... Like mult, like multiple of those movies make over a billion dollars. I know this is according to the rap, but a lot of people have heard this around town that the budget for Fast X ballooned to three hundred forty million, which is, dude, that's over a hundred. I think it's like a, a hundred forty million more than their last movie. But are they the only ones who can really do that. It's a printing machine, so it's oh, okay if it's if it blooms up, you're gonna make this money back. Do you think? Fast X has the potential to make $2 billion? No. I don't think that... I think that part of the reason why F7 made so much is because it was promoted as if this was like the last one. Oh, okay. And now it's kind of like a trend of doing that. A trend of those stores that you see around town and they're 
always closing. Yeah. They're always going out of business. <laughs> they always like their liquidating. Thing. Like on Hollywood Boulevard where the, isn't there that one store that's just like closing everything $5? Yeah, that's outside of the Chinese theater. Obviously, it's still there. So It's been there for decades. It's been closing for decades. <laughs> but... That's but it's a, but that, it's, it's a uh, Fast and Furious. I don't know their last movie, the F Nine. It's still they made a lot of DVD sales. They got thirty four million dollars in DVD sales. Really? Yeah, that's last that's, year. Yeah, man. In two thousand twenty one, you're making thirty four million dollars in DVD sales. That's some people's. That's some movies' budgets. That's crazy in DVD sales, which in is two thousand twenty one when everyone DVDs are potentially non existent because of obscure. streaming. Yeah, I have a theory. Kung Fu Panda was something that was like special and original. It wasn't made for the origins of them are different. Kung Fu Panda was made as if it was as if it was going to be like a Disney movie. Get a great cast. Phenomenal cast. Get a script. Work on the script. Their script technique in Disney is that they write a script, right? Or get a rough draft of a script. Right. They make a reel, like it's like a storyboarded or rough draft of it with temporary voices and temporary like movements and stuff like that they show it to the brain trust if you don't know anything about this look up creativity inc which is a phenomenal book yeah you uh, were showing me the video of how it's like the cycle yeah how they made toy story three right yeah it was like the script then they had limited animation yeah then they put it in front of the writers Mm. and then they gave notes and then then, it's like a a cycle and it was just a cycle kung fu panda did a similar thing that's why it's so great. It's phenomenal. I tell you, it's one of my, it's my favorite DreamWorks franchise. Yeah. Out of everything DreamWorks is making, and they make mm. really great stuff. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda is it. It's phenomenal. The story was made with room to grow, but it was made for not a lot of room to grow. It was really just made for that one movie. You know what I'm saying? They are things that allow them to have these other movies keep up with the quality right it's okay we already explored how he became the dragon warrior in the first one that was the first movie a loser guy becomes a hero guy jack black is a perfect i hate how <laughs> that's always jack black's character it's always some fat nobody who's i'm gonna be cool one day and then he becomes cool like, yeah <laughs> yeah but he does great at it yeah he does. like when he was casted as bowser i was like he's a bad guy that's crazy <laughs> i'm surprised i'm surprised they didn't create a Poe character just for <laughs> Super Mario Brothers for Jack Black to play. Exactly. So then then they explored, okay, who killed his parents? Then it was like, oh, one of his parents is still alive. Why did they have to be separated? And why is he the only panda in the first place? But now they hear four, it's like, where are they going to go with this? The thing was, is at the end of three, it took them three movies for him to find his family. Yeah, but it's like those seeds were there, man. It's not like they were like, oh, okay, the second movie is about him freeing the country of of Uganda or something. It wasn't something that was so completely foreign to the core story. True. But if, guarantee, if Kung Fu Panda 2 was about freeing the country of Uganda, people were like, what is happening? I would not have watched That's true. Movie. But so you have to, because they're trying to keep up the quality— they're digging deeper into the story, the backstory. Uh, Fast and the Furious, it's like a TV show, man. It's like a Saturday TV show. Hey, there's like, a bad it's like guy. like Jerry Springer. Fuck it's like the bad guy. Win over the bad guy. Family. <laughs> rent, rinse and repeat. It's something you can repeat over and over again. They're both franchises that are powerful. However, I don't see Kung Fu Panda going 
the distance for 10 movies just because that's not what it's for. Do you think it's done after four? I have to be honest, bro. I thought it was done after two. I have my predictions <laughs> have not been the great. I thought it was done after two, bro. So I don't know. I don't even know what this fourth one. Do you know what the fourth one's about? So the fourth movie, according to Collider, Kung Fu Panda will feature Poe leaving the Valley of Peace to go to the big city where an unexpected personification of evil will already be waiting for him. The new villain, called the Chameleon, is in town, and the Dragon Warrior's new adversary is not someone he can mess around with, which makes this new adversary particularly dangerous is their ability to summon enemies from Poe's past, which have included one of Shifu's previous students and a crane called Gary Oldman. (laughs) A crane called Gary Oldman? That wanted to get rid of pandas once and for all. (laughs) What is this seems what did I just say with the Fast and Furious? It's didn't I didn't I just say it's oh they didn't go off to fight some random person somewhere. Because that's what Fast and Furious is, is a rinse and repeat thing. It's a story that you don't really need to have it's not really based in the character. The previous ones have been based in the character. Oh, who is his family? Where did he come from? Who killed him? It's, oh, also, I got to master some chi and grow as the dragon warrior. This one, I'm not saying he's not going to grow as a dragon warrior, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be the same as the other ones. Yeah, thinking about it a little more, it makes you think, like, the story was complete at the end of Kung Fu Panda 3. I thought it was going to be at the end of the first one, <laughs> but it made too much money. So. Yeah, I think it's dangerous to go the Fast and the Furious route where Fast and the Furious characters and everything are so entrenched and so explored that now they're like, we're going to go to space or we're going to go to this. Now, now this guy has to- a family member you didn't know about. Yeah, now potentially dangerous. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But the last three Kung Fu Panda movies were pretty amazing in my aspect and apparently everybody else's. Yeah. What do you think is the, what do you, so what do you think might go wrong here? I think what could happen potentially is the fact that they stray too far away from the source material or they stray too far away from what makes Kung Fu Panda great, which is the fact that it's it's all about family. It's all about a. It's also talking about a different culture that we, are, as Americans, are really fascinated by because it's thousands and thousands of years of history. But to try and go out because what they might try and do is plan this out, right? Studios have a history of really stretching out movies past the well point beyond of, the past. Yeah beyond past the point of somebody wanting to watch them beating a dead horse they think the only reason the fast and the furious works like that is because everyone knows what it's going to be it's not a, a secret it's not oh this is going to be this the same high quality like you don't go in like i said earlier you don't go into fast and furious movie to be for the highest quality you go there to be entertained I think the reason why Fast and the Furious also gets away with it being the way it is that it does not take itself seriously. Yeah. Like they even, like you said, even in the last movie, they were like, hey, man, are we like immortal? Like they're breaking the fourth wall saying, listen, I get how ridiculous these stories are, but you still keep seeing them. So right. we're going to keep making them. <laughs> right. I mean, for people like me who are quote unquote action trash, which means if it's an action movie, oh, love it. it doesn't really matter what it is. I'm probably going to see it. <laughs> but the, that's the thing. Like Kung Fu Panda takes itself like really seriously. And I'm going to give you a really high quality movie. Yeah. But if you take and yourself seriously, just... you can't 
do things that are like you, you have to know your lane which maybe is not as sustainable actually it's not as sustainable as just being like like you said action trash We've proven like it's been proven again and again longevity is king longevity yes. is king it used to be longevity meaning dvd sales right people were still buying dvds they want to watch a movie that was not in theaters now it's not like that right no. so you need to just keep producing and the crazy part is that fast and furious like when those movies come out there's no other giant blockbuster movies with as many cars or people that you know there'll be stuff like i don't know like the rocks rampage or something like that but you don't really know that character or any of those characters. Like, first of all, it's based off a video game. Yeah. Second of all, it's based off a video game, and plus, The Rock plays in it. No, no disrespect to The Rock, but it's are you is he really going to give you an Oscar-winning performance based off a video game? Yeah. So, but you're not really. To be fair, you're not expecting it, but it's eh compared to the Fast and Furious, where it's oh, at least I know these people. Yeah, like, you grew I, up with these people. Yeah, I'd rather watch my best friend jump over an explosion than some rando. Yeah, it's some experimental art film that could potentially be very high class and stuff like that. Yeah, and especially they've gotten so far off. They can't really go off story because the story ended so long ago. Yeah, like you said, the story started with them stealing VCRs. It's not really much of a story to begin with. Exactly. It's a Saturday morning where, you know, the good guys versus the bad guys, and they win. Kung Fu Panda has a way deeper meaning, man. Unfortunately, because it's a deeper meaning, you don't have that far to go. Yeah, you don't have the, you don't have that repeat success. All right, what are your predictions for the outcome of Fast X? I think Fast X, since you said it, it spent so much money, $370 million, right? $340 million, yeah. $340 million. I predict... That it'll probably make at least one point seven billion dollars. One point seven billion? Do you think it's gonna break the its record? Yeah, I definitely think it it might break its record, but it people could be tired of it. Why do you think it's gonna break its record? Because studios don't typically spend more money than they need to. Okay. Give they they're very stingy with their money. Yeah, they clearly make enough anyway. So for someone, for them to green light, oh, I'll give you an extra hundred million dollars. Something had to happen. Something, something had to happen for them to be able to be like, yeah, no problem. I'll give you a hundred million dollars more. It could be horrible. Something horrible could have happened. We don't know. I don't know what happened. And then, so what's your prediction for Kung Fu Panda 4? I think Kung Fu Panda 4 is going to do pretty well. Do you think it'll be rated as high or will take liked as much as the previous one? Possibly No. Because it's straying away from the complete story of Kung Fu Panda. Because the story of Kung Fu Panda is based around Poe. I, to- I totally joked as... I, I did not know this, what the Kung Fu Panda 4 story was about until you just said it. And you were like, oh yeah. Cause I, made a, I literally just made a joke. Oh, if he goes to some random place like Uganda and then saves it. It's, that's not really, you know, the story. And then you literally... Actually, he goes to some random place. It's not Uganda, but he goes to some random place right. and exactly what I just said. In Kung Fu Panda 3, the story was pretty much complete. So yeah. if you want to make another movie, you have to venture outside of the universe. But they could have done other things. Okay, we've digged into Poe. He's our main character. This and that. He doesn't really have a ton of insecurities left. But there are some that you could poke fun at. You can still poke fun at his weight, even though he's a Kung Fu master. So it doesn't really work. It doesn't really uh, track. What he could do is you could do some stuff like, oh... 
his you could redefine his relationship with the five like in the in like when the five were presented i remember watching the first movie and watching the trailer for the first movie when i was young they were like the best warriors these were the guys you know what i'm saying oh my gosh they were so cool not only types of kung fu but stances in kung fu as well different you know what i'm saying so there was so much depth to these characters they're just brimming with and then in the past and then it's annoyed me that they just never touched on it yeah, they could have definitely, they could have done some prequels. Like, what I would imagine, you'd have to, they'd have to do market research. It's, what if you did a they, standalone they, they, films for each of the Furious Five of how they became the Furious Five? Yeah, I think that the prequels would have been cool. I think that they should have, I think they did one for Monkey. Where you, you met Uwe, but that wasn't a movie. It was like, uh, I think it was like a, an episode of the TV series or something. Yeah. I saw, I forget where I saw it, but uh, no, I, I was really thinking that they could do something more. If the Furious Five feels, because he's the Furious Five. <laughs> they mix like my franchise. If the Five kind of feel like they're not useful or something like that, because Poe has everything now. So then it puts a wedge between these five protectors where they were at once the top top of the class. They're once the people who protected everyone. Because there was no Dragon Warrior. There was no Dragon Warrior. They are prestigious. The Dragon Warrior was supposed to be one of them, but that was already explored in the first movie. They touched on it, but I feel like it's still there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can still go somewhere with, okay, if you don't need us, then, you know, we're going to leave or something. Have some conflict. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But those those are our predictions for Fast X. And Fu Panda. Panda 4. Yeah, Fast X is coming out in May, but we're going to have to see what's as of today. We have not seen it. It's not of this recording anyway. But we'll have to see what's really going to down with Kung Fu Panda 4. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. This has been Film Center. My name is Derek Johnson II. I'm Nicholas Killian. And we'll see you next time. See you. This has been Film Center on Comic-Con Radio. You can follow the show at Film Center News on all major social media platforms. Until next time, this has been Film Center.